Hey folks, welcome into the Irish NFL show. Instant reaction ahead of week two, or sorry, after week two Sunday. Uh, we are presented by Cassidy Travel. If you want to get your own personalized uh, trip to the US for an NFL game after watching some of those incredible games on Sunday, check out Cassidy Travel's website. The link is in the bio, but also uh, an email for Jamie who can sort you out for a custom holiday. If you check out a link as well, you can get NFL Game Pass through us for Monday Night Football doubleheader tonight and we are back at 9 o'clock tonight breaking down everything in detail uh, first off uh, I'm joined with Brian Brian uh, a very enjoyable week two Sunday absolutely Michael the NFL has a way of finding the witching hour and the witching hour results in games that are just thrown open by incredible plays and games that you think are fizzling out in the fourth quarter somehow find a way to entertain us it's been Again, it's been a crazy, crazy six o'clock slate of games, and I think we're going to get into a few of them now. Yeah, let's look uh, just briefly. We will look at this more in detail tonight, but obviously that Ravens-Dolphins game is a standout from the weekend, or honestly, I think we're sitting in week two, and we can say this, it's a standout from the season. Uh, the Ravens 35-14 to 14 up at the high, at, the, at the end of the third quarter, if I'm correct. Um, and Yeah, 35-14 up, and they lose... 42 to 38. The Miami Dolphins scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Tua scores six passing touchdowns. Absolutely nuts. Um, hell of a game, man. Well, I love the way you call this the instant reaction show, Michael, because it's going to take more than an instant reaction to get, get our heads around this game because I picked the Ravens, you picked the Ravens, and I know Colin went for the Dolphins, but for till they hit the fourth quarter, you, you saw the game as the way we expected, which was the Ravens are a team that are challenging seriously to be in the push for the Super Bowl, and the Dolphins are a good team, but they'll find, they'll find it difficult when they go up against teams of the calibre of the Ravens. But what happened in the fourth quarter is just absolutely crazy. And to it, I have to, you got to give credit to him. I mean, the guy has been, you know, we spoke in our, in our show, Valley Mountain June. We spoke on the season preview of the division. We spoke in our season preview show but the pressure this guy's under this year to deliver with the with the players in which they put around him. And he goes out and he bombs for six touchdowns in Baltimore in the away game where I can't remember the last time any quarterback went there, went there and took that defense apart, even despite the struggle of last year. It's a big win for the Dolphins, I would say for the Buffalo Bills who are playing tomorrow night to be sitting there watching this game and thinking things are going this way, it's fine, and we, it's what we expected. And then, of course, the other divisional games with the Pages and the Jets and how they play now, it's it's gone kind of a different a different way than how you, a lot of people would expect it to see. It. Just just nuts, and I haven't even mentioned or or spoke about Tyreek Hill, who had 190 yards on the day with uh, two touchdowns. Jalen Waddle, 171 yards, two touchdowns. So not not even the not even the players from Tua, but whenever he flew the ball to Jalen Waddle and he flew the ball to Tyreek Hill. The gains that they made on the players were were ridiculous, and I am still processing. I mean, we are recording this just about an hour after that game, and I am genuinely processing that comeback. The fact that they scored twenty eight points in the fourth quarter is ridiculous. How does any team in fifteen minutes concede twenty eight points? That's absolutely ridiculous, Brad. No. Yeah, the defense for the Ravens. Bearing in mind that he played well last week and they have a new you know, defensive quarter in McDonald's and 
there's been this conversation around the fact that Wing Martindale was let go because he was blitz heavy and they wanted a more conservative constructive uh, defense for them to give up 28 points in the four quarters. Shambolic. But I would say about this Dolphins offense, maybe we're going to have to get used to it. We touched on it on the show during the week, the fact that it's yak, it's yak, yards after catch with, with two. It's not two throwing 60, 70, 70 yard bombs. It's the fact that he's got two explosive wide receivers in Tyreek Hill and Model, and they're complementing each other. We saw it last week in, in sports, but we saw it tonight. You know, they really got it together tonight. And, you know, this. This uh, Dolphins offense, we said it in the, in the season preview show, they get going, they can be explosive and they could run the Bills close because, you know, you're seeing a good, strong defense and they, they couldn't handle them in the fourth quarter. I, I don't want to focus too much on Miami, but I, I will say I'm very impressed with how Mike McDaniel set this offense up and, and, and the confidence that he has given to it. And obviously bringing in weapons like Terry Kill, they, they brought in obviously Waddle last year. <laughs> let's see what they can do. You know, the minimum expectation for the Dolphins needs to be second in the AFC East and looking somewhere over that 10-11 win mark. And I guess if they can get that wild card there, or, you know, obviously now they're going to push to win the East, but it will be difficult for them to win two games against Buffalo. We will see. Uh, we've got Buffalo on Monday Night Football, and we'll talk about that at 9 o'clock tonight if you're listening to the podcast. Um this morning, uh, nine o'clock tonight, that'll be on YouTube and on Twitter as well. And the podcast will be up ASAP. But if you do want to get your preview for that AFC East team, the Buffalo Bills, your best bet is to watch it live. Lamar Jackson had, I think, flew, flew, flew three quarters and frankly, flew the whole game, Brian. He had almost the perfect game. There was one point in the start of the second half where I couldn't find a bad point for him. He was 21, 20, 21 for 29, 318 yards three touchdowns, but he also had 119 rushing yards. Um, the man has betting himself, and so far it's paying off before he even tries to cash out. 119 yards, rushing 78 off, uh, off a very explosive touchdown. You're right, Michael, he had a great game. You know, he didn't do very much wrong. There was the scoring in the first half that was ruled out, and they went for it on fourth down. It didn't materialise. They ended up fumbling the ball, and they still came back and put up so many points that you felt that the game was you know, dead, dead and buried him from a, from a Ravens perspective. I mean, he's going to walk off the field today and go, how did I not win this game? And ultimately, it's down on the defense. Their offense did, did, did so much. We said it last week about Bateman, the, the rookie wide receiver last year. He caught his first touchdown last week against the Jesse caught another one this week. Uh, he runs in, runs off the opening kickoff or touchdown. I mean, the Ravens will be looking at this game going, how did we do this game? It's just... And it's a big one because the division is so stacked, you know, with the Bengals. Okay, the Steelers have them one tonight, but they're obviously going to give you a game. And then we're going to come to the Browns and the Jets, I believe, in a minute. And that's another game that just had a very, very strange and bizarre ending that nobody expected to come for tonight. I mean, with two minutes to go in that particular game, that game was dead and buried. It really was, and it shows you about the witching hour. We will talk more about that Dolphins-Ravens game, 9 o'clock on Monday. Uh, and we're going to, yeah, let, let's talk about that Jets game. The Jets upset, I think it's fair to say that, the Jets upset the Cleveland Browns. But to, to be quite frank, I'm, I'm not that high on the Browns without Deshaun Watson. I don't really think Jacoby Brissett is the long-term, and I talk long-term, I'm talking t- 10 or 11 weeks of this season. I don't think he's the answer for them. But look, it's it's what they have to roll with. And it is what it is. Joe, Joe Flacco uh, takes the Jets down the field at the end of the game. And, and wins the game for them. 307 yards, four touchdown passes. Um, 
just just unbelievable, Brian. But for the Jets to go and score seventeen points in the in the fourth quarter alone, especially after only having fourteen points three three quarters to shut the crowd up in Cleveland. And look, we've seen some of the Cleveland Browns fans. I mean, like I, we'll we'll maybe talk about this on on the broadcast on Monday night. But uh, I was delighted to see the Jets win. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I know. Like what you're referring to, Michael, is some of the stuff that came out on Twitter today around pre-game in the general area of the stadium and the support for John Watson, despite all the off-field stuff that's gone on. But I'd rather focus on the game. And yeah, you're right. Like Jacoby Brissett is not there to. He's not the long-term answer, but he's there to be, to manage games. He managed the game last week in Carolina, and they won. And let's be fair, he managed the game today. I mean, yeah, Chubb goes in for three touchdowns. They're up. They're up by. Double digit scores at the two minute warning. And then somehow find a way to give up two touchdowns. Sorry, give up the two touchdowns. And then not only that, um, so give up the first touchdown, then they give up an onside kick and they allow the Jets, who were sporadic for a large part of the second half. They played well in the first half, they kept it close, it was 14 off. But then to allow them to drive down the end and win the game, bearing in mind the game was essentially one at two minute warning. I mean, most games in two minute warning where teams two touchdowns up were top of the but in fairness, um, Robert uh, Salah will be feel vindicated this week. Not a talk this week in the, in the New York media around the fact that he said, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of who's slagging off my team, who's slagging off me. I, that's going to come back to bite you. So he, he will feel he's wrong if you, you know, a few people he'll be turned around this week. But let's be fair, the, the, the Browns blew this from big time. Big time, my friend. Let's uh, let's talk more about that on uh, Monday night's broadcast, 9pm. Just a reminder, we're presented by Costly Travel. Uh, and also, you can check out the Game Pass link on our podcast. By we'll, we'll be back with a full reaction at 9pm on Monday. Um, if you're in the north, try and enjoy your uh, more of a restful day. And if you're in the south, get the Game Pass on and watch the highlights at work. Brian, talk to you soon. Thanks, Michael.